Are you ready to witness greatness? NFL fans, welcome to the largest tailgate party in the nation. Let's go! Different day, same recipe. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is... Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No. Oh, welcome in. It's the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM Podcast. Uh, we'll have Jared Smith, FSR lead betting analyst in just a minute. Also, Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. I'm Brian No. New users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer that's code countdown in the bet mgm app so it is basically raining sideways in south bend indiana right now there are trees about to blow over and jared smith is over there in bright sunshiny phoenix on radio row how's everything going jared smith it's not as windy here um it's like 70 degrees perfect weather outside about it's the opposite of where you are, Brian. Let's just leave it at that. Think if you want the exact antithesis of where you are, that's where I am right now. It's like we're on polar opposite ends of the earth. That's great. How's the week been going for you? It's been good. I mean, obviously the the vibes start to pick up a lot today and tomorrow into the weekend. But this is actually my first, literally like about an hour ago, is my first time ever walking into Radio Row. So I don't really have anything else to compare it to. Um, but last year's Super Bowl, I remember Friday, Saturday, the parties, and I'm seeing all the athletes running all over the town. So it's it, the, the city business is about to pick up, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. There you go. Business is picking up. So let's get to the first thing on our Super Bowl 57 agenda over here. You, you, Jared Smith, are still hot on the trails of the Kansas City Chiefs having more sacks than the Philadelphia Eagles, huh? <laughs> You're leading the charge. You are like Mel Gibson in Braveheart running straight across to the English, like, bring it on over here. I don't care if no one's with me. You still love this. Why? Hold, right? Hold. Yeah. Um, so, again, I, I think at this stage of the year, you're not going to find any value betting on where everywhere else, everyone else is betting. And, and I've, I've heard two things all week. One, the Eagles are going to win the game. That's like seven out of ten people, the Eagles are going to win the game. And they've got the best defensive line in the NFL, and, and how is Patrick Mahomes going to stand up and all this stuff. Well, Patrick Mahomes is pretty good at avoiding sacks. He's actually the best in the league at doing it. So that's the first part of the equation. And the second part of the equation is I think the Chiefs' offensive line is a little bit undervalued. I mean, they lead the NFL in pass block win rate, third in run block win rate. And the Eagles are adept at blocking for the run. But in the pass blocking schemes, that's where there's a little bit of vulnerability, I would say. And Jalen Hurts right now, sixth highest pressure to sack ratio in the NFL this year, whereas Mahomes has the lowest. So while Hurts... It kind of struggles a little bit when the pressure comes, getting the ball out in the right spot. He's been holding on to it a little bit too long. Mahomes has been elite in that category all year, and I think the injured, injury to his ankle might make Andy Reid scheme some, some, some quick passes early. And as much as, as much as the Seagulls' defensive line is great, I just think we're getting value with this number at even odds for the Chiefs to have more sacks in the game. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think of it the other way, but I'll meet you halfway. I'll extend an olive branch sure, here. I because appreciate that. A lot of this stuff, and you know this, Jared, when we get later in the game, the situations matter a ton. Yeah. 
Is there a team that's trailing by a touchdown and they're in more obvious passing situations? If whatever defense is like, oh, they're going to be passing the ball, and you can just pin your ears back and rush the quarterback, it's true. you've got a great opportunity to get another sack. So without knowing that situation, that to me could swing it in one direction or the other. And that's why I think to just bang the table like, it's the Eagles. I think the Eagles will have more sacks when it's all said and done. But without knowing the situation, especially late in the game, that might not be, end up being the case. It's very fair, and that's why right? we say this all the time, and you probably hate me by now for saying it. We bet numbers, not teams, right? The number in this case is telling me, all right, it's a coin flip that the Eagles are going to have more sacks in the game than the Chiefs, where if you were going to lay it with the, with the Eagles, well, then you need it to be a positive game script, where I could see a scenario where the game script is relatively neutral. And I kind of think that's how this game is going to play out. I, I do think the Chiefs are going to get off to a good start, and I think the Eagles eventually will match. But in terms of a, a, just a volatile game script in one direction, because that's been everything we've seen with the Eagles so far. First quarter, second quarter, big lead. Third quarter, fourth quarter, throttle down. There are no opportunities to get any sacks on the quarterback at that stage. So, again, I, I agree. Game script absolutely matters here. But the one thing to keep in mind with Jalen Hurts, and this number, I'll be honest, when I looked at this, this is what really pushed me to the Chiefs' side. When the games are close and the Eagles' win probability is 50% or less, Jalen Hurts' numbers decrease dramatically. His efficiency mm. decreases dramatically. So unlike Patrick Mahomes, who I think can overcome a negative game script, I don't think Jalen Hurts and the Eagles can. I think they need to get off to that fast start or else they're going to be chasing the game and it's not a position they've been comfortable with this season. I love when we have these discussions because sometimes it sounds like I'll take myself, for instance. Sometimes it sounds like I'm saying two completely different things, two <laughs> things that absolutely butt heads with each other, but both things can be correct. So I'll apply that to Mahomes. I'm expecting a lot of quick passes from yeah. Mahomes, and we saw that in the AFC title game from the Chiefs against the Bengals. But the Bengals still got home three times. They still sacked Mahomes three times. And so, and I also think, even though I anticipate the Chiefs throwing a lot of quick passes, precision, you know, get the ball out, keep that front four away from Mahomes, and Mahomes is fantastic at doing that. You think back to the NFC Championship game where they turned Brock Purdy into Brock Putty. Like, <laughs> it didn't take very long at all for Hassan Reddick to get on him. Granted, a tight end was trying to block him unsuccessfully. But it's not like Purdy was holding onto the ball for like four seconds and that allowed Reddick to get there. That Eagles D, even if you're throwing it quick on them, they can still get home on you. I agree. I, I think the big chess match in this game early is how the Chiefs play the run. And the one thing I noticed early on in the Niners game defensively, they were being very, I guess, soft. I, I know it doesn't sound like something that the Niners defense would do, but Armstead and, and Kinlaw, their two D tackles, they line them up outside of the guards. And it's basically called a wide nine technique. And it allowed Jason Kelsey at center to have a free release to pull. And it gave Miles Sanders just the middle gap. And then they started running a lot of three wide receiver sets where they would run away from the three wide receiver sets and then outflank the Niners wide. So you give Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni a lot of credit. I think Spags, who, by the way, is coaching in his fourth Super Bowl, is going to, to make the adjustment. And he will put Chris Jones in the A-gap and not allow those easy runs. And I think that's going to make life on Jalen Hurts a little bit more difficult early in this game until that first adjustment comes. 
on the other side, I just think the Chiefs are going to have to block the heck out of the Eagles' front because they're going to be pinning their ears back, and they know that the Chiefs' running game has not been that dangerous this season, and this game will rest on the shoulders of Patrick Mahomes. I think that does give Philly's defensive line an advantage. They know exactly where the ball is going to be at the snap. It's probably going to be in Mahomes' hand, and he's going to be back in, in the shotgun. So I think that early chess match, defensive line schematics, is going to be something that also dictates who has more sacks in the game as well. Yeah, I think – it's just absolutely huge. I think the matchup of the game is how well does the Chiefs offensive line block the Eagles defensive line? Yeah, 100%. I think that's just a huge part of the game. But if we move on to MVP discussion, you've got your eye on Mr. 15 over here. <laughs> Why would that be the case, Jared? Smith? Well, so I think this is – I don't want to say this is an easy bet to make, but I think if you like the Chiefs in the game, and from everything you know, we're hearing from the sports books, the Eagles on the spread, very popular choice – the Chiefs' money line is a very popular choice. So we're seeing that compression in the market where not a lot of value to bet the Eagles against the spread, not a lot of value to bet on the Chiefs' money line. So let's come up with a creative way to bet the Chiefs' money line, and it's really just Patrick Holmes to win the MVP. I cannot see a scenario where the Chiefs win the game and he's not the MVP. I I just, I can't fathom it. Even if Travis Kelsey has a monster game, well then Mahomes is obviously going to have those yards and those touchdowns as well. Where on the Eagles side, I could see a lot of scenarios where a Reddick or a Miles Sanders scores two touchdowns like he did against the Niners, and it's someone else besides Jalen Hurts. But on the Chiefs side, if you like the Chiefs to win the game, you're going to get about 20 to 25 cents of extra juice if you bet Mahomes to win the MVP. You know, you said Reddick. And I immediately start thinking Gatorade colors <laughs> for, the, for the bath at the end of the game over here. We've got major line movement, oh boy. Jared Smith. This is not for dramatic effect. Yellow slash green wow. is surging to the top. They have the wow. shortest odds now. It's at plus 175, so a little less than 2-1, to one, right? It was wow. at plus 350. That's been almost cut in half. I don't know what the angle is with yellow slash green. But that is your betting Gatorade bath favorite right now. I think the better question is what's the best tasting Gatorade? Because if you want my sharp, honest opinion on what the Gatorade color is going to be, if you need my help to pick that out there listening right now, then you guys have some other decision problems in your life that you need to work on. But I I think I would pick the longest shot, Brian. I I honestly would. Yeah. I I would go clear. I would go purple. I would go anything but the favorite because, first of all, the limits are so low on those bets – that it's not like they're taking an exorbitant amount of money on them. It's just the amount of money that they've gotten is probably so much that they have to move the odds. I can't imagine how anyone got a tip here on – we're taping this on a Thursday (laughs) – what the Gatorade color is going to be on Sunday. Who knows? It could change three times by then. And my guess is it's somebody trying to manipulate the market to get better odds on a different number. So I I don't buy the line (laughs) movement. on the Gatorade color. But you know what? If it is lime and yellow, whatever that color was that moved, then clearly that person's very smart. Yeah. No, you wouldn't go no Gatorade, would no, you? No. There you has go to with, be. Yeah. Well, someone – I forget. Someone made an interesting point to me. Rich was – Oh, that's about. right. It was Rich. Yeah. About the, the overtime vibes and if it's a close game that it just – the ending might happen so abruptly and there's no definitive team leading at the end of the game that it could happen. But I feel like – I feel like it, it, it'll happen. I, I don't see that scenario playing out. Gotcha. Okay, so anything else in the goofy prop bet market, coin toss, anything else you got your eye on? I think, I think you have to 
have fun with this game, and I think that's my advice. Like, you know, we talk a lot about trying to be sharp and trying to make your bankroll last as long as possible, go through the whole season so you can keep listening to us every week and keep betting. But I, I think at this stage, the finality of the season and, and how many options there are for you, just have some fun. And don't worry about what the sharp angle is. Don't worry about what the sports books want you to bet. It's the Super Bowl. It's the coin toss. It's the Gatorade. Bet whatever the heck you want to bet. Have fun with it. But, again, within reason, go about 10 15% of what your normal bet would be for a regular bet. And I think you're going to, um, at the end of the day, have a lot of fun. And, and again, just enjoy. It's the last football game for six months. So enjoy it and, and just try to soak up all the all the gambling nuggets that are going to come our way over the next few days. I'm curious what your best Super Bowl degenerate gambling story is because I'll share Ooh, one with you real question. fast. Yeah. I bet in Super Bowl 43, it was Cardinals-Steelers. Mm. I bet on Obama to mention <laughs> the Steelers first in the pregame interview. And whoever was interviewing him, he was like, Mr. President, I know you like the Steelers. You've said you think they're going to win, but how about Kurt Warner? And how about this upstart wow. Cardinals team? I'm like, no, he screwed up my bet. Oh. But somehow I still won, Jared, because he mentioned a couple of the Cardinals players by name, but he didn't mention the Cardinals collectively. So I won that way. It was a cash for your guy. So I'm that. curious. What is your best Super Bowl degenerate gambling story? Because you have to have one. 100%. I, I think, so I'll be honest, the largest wager, the, the two biggest wagers I've ever made in my life, the first one was Floyd Mayweather uh, to beat Conor McGregor a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That was like a 5000 And I, I bet I'm like a $100 game better. That was like a $5,000 wager. Yeah. And then the second largest bet I've ever made in my life was the Patriots-Seahawks Super Bowl, the Marshawn lynch Mm -hmm. Darius Butler game. I had a lot of money on the Pats in that game. And I remember I was working in New York City at the time for a TV station editing the game. Like, it was for a regional sports network in New York. And I was editing, you know, the, the highlights of the game for, the, for the, the, the highlight show that night. And I remember sitting there in the editing chair. We were obviously watching the game. And as the Seahawks got closer and closer to the end zone on that final drive, my heart just started sinking because I was like, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent this month. I'm in New York oh. City. I just moved here. And then <laughs> I put, like, every dime I had in my sportsbook account on the Patriots minus three. It was 28 to 24. And I'm just – they're just, okay, keep driving. And Marshawn Lynch just keep running the ball down the field. And then the Butler play happened, and my – I, like, exploded out of my chair. And they thought that, like, you know, something happened in the edit bay. Um, but I ended up, thankfully, winning that bet. Patriots covered – and then, of course, thankfully paying my rent the following Now, were week. you jumping up and down and waving your arms just like Tom Brady? What was the exact movement when it was going to work out for you? Um, well, you know what was funny? I remember after that, they had to take a knee. And they yeah, were that's so right. And it was close. right on the doorstep. And, yeah. But also, the line was three, and it was 28-24. So oh, I'm man. like, if they take a safety here, yeah, and I was talk screwed. about that. Yeah. Yeah. And thankfully, Tom did some like burrowing, I don't know, thing where he like went underneath yep. and took a knee. So I wasn't even really out of the woods yet, even after the interception, because the line was. Oh, so man. I I remember I remember not being fully like I remember being excited after the play, and then not really fully celebrating and relaxing until after they took that knee, but. Um, the irony is the following year, I bet the Patriots again in the Super Bowl, and that was the 20 – maybe it was two years later. I bet the Patriots basically every year that they're in the Super Bowl. I've never – I don't think I've ever bet against Patriots in the Super Bowl. Um, and, and that those bets have, have done pretty well with the exception of the, the first Giants game. By the <laughs> way, which would be worse real fast? Would it be 
that the Patriots intentionally take a safety there or that remember how Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, fumbled in almost oh. the same situation against the Vikings? I'd rather lose that the game. leads to your undoing. I would have rather lo- I, the worst feeling in the world is when you make a bet and it's a, you're laying points and the team wins and doesn't cover. It, it, it honestly makes it, – that, that puts me on tilt more than, like, some absurd bad beat where, like, the team loses the game. <laughs> because when they win, there's no, like, incentive to score more when they're winning. So you know you're screwed. <laughs> you know, it's uh, – I'll say real fast, it's uh, – they're kissing cousins, but they're different. Yeah, the right. degenerate bets versus the on tilt bets. Hundred percent. Like on tilt leads to degenerate betting, but it's still a separate thing. I feel like yeah. that needs its own category there. Oh, and we make a lot. I mean, you. I get texts from you. NBA in games. I mean, it's it's crazy. <laughs> but some of that is insightful knowledge. Well, in game no. I mean, that's yeah. why that's why they call you in game no. That's right. There it is. Uh, let's put a bow on Super Bowl Fifty Seven on this podcast with you, Jared Smith. How about a guy that you still got your eye on, Dallas Goddard, the Philadelphia yeah. tight end. What are you expecting from Mr. G? I don't know. Mr. Yeah. Goddard over there. Well, here's the thing with Dallas. So the one thing that the Eagles uh, do really well, and Dallas does really well, is short middle to intermediate. Like, that's kind of where he eats. And the Chiefs are 31st in DVOA against short middle passing. So about 60% of Goddard's receiving yards come short middle you know, 15 yards are in. So to me, I think that is, if you want to talk about matchups, and I good, again, the game script could completely throw it off. Matchup-wise, I think Goddard would be the one guy that I think has an edge on the Eagles. Isn't that, I'm th- when you talk about game script and just situations, and it's just amazing in football. Let's say your boy Goddard has like three catches in the first half, and he's had a really good half. He's at 37 yards, and you're like, this is great. And then... Yeah. There's like a defensive score, and all of a sudden they're not throwing the ball as much. That just makes you tear your hair out. It happens, well, though. Another thing, too, is I, I think those those like this is going to be a close game, right? Like, And the gambler's fallacy is you think something's happened 100 times prior. Like you go to a casino and they're flipping a coin 100 tails in a row. You're going to bet heads on the next one. The gambler's fallacy is, oh, well, the Eagles have played two blowout games the first two rounds of the playoffs. Right. This is going to be a close game. But I think that's a fair statement to make based off of, A, the line, B, who the other quarterback is compared to who the other quarterbacks that the Eagles have faced. So if we can jump to the conclusion that this is going to be a nip-and-tuck game, then you can throw away some of the garbage time vibes that these Eagles pass catchers have kind of been hampered with in the postseason. None of them have really gone over their totals because for the most part in the fourth quarter, the game's in hand and they're running Kenneth Gainwell left, right, and center. That's why I'm not as high on Gainwell, I think, as some others might be. Because if this is a close game, I I do think Miles Sanders will be the guy that gets the bulk of the work. No, I hear you on that. He is a trendy name right now, Kenneth Gainwell. I I don't know, man. That's why you get away from it. The numbers probably moved a little too much to have any value now at this point. Yeah, could be the case. Hey, check us out on Saturday. We'll get you all set up. Countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. We'll have Rich Ornberger, Penn State All-American, who had all the fancy Gatorade numbers the last week. He'll probably have some more good stuff this week. Jared (laughs) Smith, FSR lead betting analyst. Myself, Brian No. Get you all set. Little pregame the day before on Saturday, 9 a.m. until noon Eastern time. Swing on over to FSR. Have some fun with us there. Earn a $50 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $50 bonus. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. 
All right, let's welcome in Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com, who is, you know, just glistening right now. They always say, like, you know, women, you're glowing. Crack has a glow right now due to all the bets he is making before Super Bowl 57. I have that right, don't I, Crack? Yeah, but I'm a little bit frustrated, too, because um, there, there's just not enough money in the world, Brian, right now to, to, <laughs> to have in, you know. I already have a good, healthy six figures in action, and I'll have uh, another healthy six figures before it's over for for Sunday. It's just a, it's a lot of work, but it's uh, it really is like Christmas in February, though, because <laughs> I know I'm going to win. I mean, when I say that, I don't mean to sound wrong there. It's just a matter of what my hold percentage is. So I'm going to win a certain percent um, ROI, whether it's two percent, three percent, five percent. It's it's um, I'm going to win. If you, you're betting a hundred different prop bets and you're betting them all with an advantage because of the variance and because of getting down, you know, little amounts of money across many different proposition bets that have mathematical advantages. I say a little amounts of money, you know, the props, they're a little more scared of the prop bets, um, at least for me. So, but I'm right now I'm, I'm doing the East coast tour and, nice. um, Foxwoods, Mohegan sun, um, Going over to uh, Boston, going to Encore, going to um, – I don't even know the name of the other casino I'm going to go to. It's amazing. I, I know there's a uh, – I can't think of the name of it, but I know there's a bar stool over there. I'm going to go terrorize them. And um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, though. Because well, they, I can appreciate that you like your bets collectively, that you're very confident it's going to turn a profit. Is there an individual bet or a couple of bets – that you feel like, I feel very strongly this is going to turn a profit. What would that be for you? Uh, I, I like the Miles Sanders overs. Uh, and Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott kind of unders, if you can even find them. I found Kenneth Gainwell, I found under five and a half carries. Boston Scott under three and a half, minus 120 on both. When games are close, which this game is supposed to be a close game, it's what the linemakers say, it's a lot of the professionals say. It's Sanders in the backfield. When games are blowouts, it's kind of mixed. The last two playoff games being blowouts cost Sanders a lot of time. Another back's got you know more time in the backfield, uh, but Sanders should get more of the workload in this situation. Uh, the last two games, like I said, they were blowouts, so he did not get his numbers. So I went over 12 and a half. You can go over yards or you over carries. I went over his attempts at 12 and a half, minus 35, uh, even minus 40. I, I even found it this morning, again, minus 35. It's amazing just going around at different shops with different lines. So I like that. I like uh, – I'll give you a crazy prop that I was going to save for our Sunday show, but let's let's uh, let, let, let's give it out here. No touchback opening kickoff. Yeah. The no touchback, it's 18-3 and three in the last 21 Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. So what people don't know, they use a special commemorative ball for the opening kickoff. It's harder to kick. So – you know, they you could you take a plus back. I took plus one eighty in Vegas two days ago, uh, three days ago, and I don't know. Just any plus plus one fifty, plus one forty five. I, I I have a pretty healthy bet on that too. So I I, I like that. Um, and and there's, there's a couple of bets. Uh, I also think Mahomes is a little bit healthier than people think. I think he's closer to, you know, the hundred percent, maybe not a hundred percent, but closer to ninety percent than people think. His normal over-under is well in the 300s, but it's suppressed a bit in this game. 
So the, the Philly pass defense metrics are good, and that suppresses the number also. But, uh, you know, it, it's just that the, the D has actually struggled a lot more um, in certain situations. And, um, you know, they, they, they Eagles have faced a pretty easy schedule. So I, I kind of think Mahomes over yards is good. Mm -hmm. Every now and then, Crack, you turn into Bill against the grain Krakenberger, and it's been profitable for you. Sometimes there'll be just this game in the regular season with two teams that aren't very good offensively, and you'll take the first first half over, and it's worked out. Now, I say that because in this game, there are a lot of people anticipating a high sack total collectively, where you look at Philly's great pass rush, Mahomes isn't 100%. Does Jalen Hurts go down a couple of times? But in the in the total game, like both defenses, you like the under sack total. Why is that? I have to do some extra sprinting now because I told you I wasn't going to talk about this one. So now you're making me. You're, my wife's going to make uh, going to be very happy that you said this because I'll be running around physically running after I get off the show here. Um, that's one of the bets I am going to be betting. I'll be, be betting under punts. Uh, under five and a half, minus 20, I see. I see minus 45. I'm not going to bet that, but under 20, I'll be bet. Um, I, I think that, I think collectively, by the way, I see the individual, ta- individually here where I'm at, it only equals up to five, two and a half, two and a half, but yet I see f- under five and a half. So the five and a half is definitely the way to go. Uh, I, I, you, me and my team think that they're going to be running the ball a little bit more, but people think, listen, even some of the sharp sports betting syndicate groups think that this game's going to go over. Uh, this game went up to 51. There's always a little bit of a question of Super Bowl jitters, and and, and even though some guys are experienced and stuff, and um, th- th- this this could be a more of a slow, this could be more of a, a you know slower offensive output than people think. I'm thinking that. It's actually going to probably uh, – I, I, listen, I hope it goes under the total because I'll have 70, 75 of my, 75% of my betting, especially my under betting, has not happened yet. It will happen Sunday, not even Saturday, Sunday, hoping that in volume these $25 to $50 bets that people put in on their overs, on their favorite players, and the people that come out of the woodwork now, housewives are betting, everyone's betting. It's real fashionable. Now. <laughs> so um, all these people betting, they're, uh, I'm hoping their numbers in, in volume – pushes the sports books to make it very liquid for me on day of the game on some of these unders when they push these numbers up. Plus money always gets my attention where if you look at the first score of the game to be a field goal, that's actually been the case in the last five of six Super Bowls where the first score was a field goal. It and may so happen here. Yep. Yeah, it, it may happen, happen here. Very well. good, Brian. Yeah. You saw it happen in the AFC title game. The Chiefs got on the board with a field goal against the Bengals. The Eagles did score a touchdown to start the scoring, but there was a little asterisk because of that catch, quote-unquote, by Devontae Smith that really wasn't a catch. So that might be the first score of the game. With that being said, though, Crack, what do you think of the first quarter line? The first quarter line is at 9.5. You just said it yourself. Some of these games get off to a slow start. Some Super Bowl jitters or just feeling each other out, whatever it may be. Do you like the over or under 9.5 in the first quarter, or is this a stay away for you? You know, it, it probably is a stay away, but I am I am betting some Kansas City over first half, over their team total, 11.5 minus 15 I laid. I even laid over 12.5 even. 
So I, I think Kansas City, even though Philadelphia has done fantastic this year in the first half, I think they're like 12 and 5. We've talked about it on our show throughout the year. Eagles have been a first half team. I think we have a different setup here with, um, not that I'm betting Kansas City first half, but I think Kansas City may have some points here in the first half. So I'm going to bet over on their team. I bet over on their team, and it's still there. The line's still there on the team total. But as far as the first quarter itself, I'm staying away from. Do you ever go goofy crack? You don't strike me as a, "Eh, I'm just going to have some fun and put a little money on the Gatorade color. Do you do anything goofy off the wall like that? I'm only looking to, to, to bet Gatorade colors if I know what the delivery man is delivering to the stadium. Right, there's no goofy. Like, there's no gotta fun have an me. edge. Yeah, there's I hear no you. have fun, enjoy. That's not me. I'm looking to steal. So, And <laughs> I say steal. Up. I'm looking to, to, to get unbelievable plays. I, I've played that. I've, I've had the color. I had the color of the Gatorade when the Giants played. I had the color. I had them clear Gatorade at plus seven and a half to one. Of course, I had to prove to the – uh, the, the 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 bookmakers that it was clear Gatorade because he literally the, the Gatorade dump was dumped on Tom Coughlin who became the oldest coach to win the Super Bowl and he had a blue jacket on and when it started to pour it went through it looked like it was blue because the cameras I had to pick up the little drippings at the end to show the people how to show the bookmakers it was actually clear Gatorade not blue so yeah I, if I know that stuff I will do it I I knew the color. I knew. I mean, I knew the first song Coldplay was going to sing when they were halftime. I knew that they were going to, to sing "Yellow" because someone that was working security in the stadium said, "Hey, they're warming up, and Yellow is the first song." So this kind of novelty props. Um, listen, there. A lot of pros get mad at me and anyone when they. Why are you telling people this stuff? That's the reason why they don't offer it no more. To be honest with you, I don't even think that the. The, the sites even uh, they, they do offer the Gatorade color, but no one's even offering the the national anthem. And if they do, there there's a lot of there's a lot of bad bad wording of the sports books that do offer that, and it, it it bothers me tremendously the way they word these. Um, I'll give you the exact thing. Ready, ready, Brian? Yeah. This is uh, Rihanna. Uh, Don't stop the music. My buddy said he liked, but I'm I'm not betting that. Wager is based on first lyrics sang by Rihanna. Any wager after relevant info becomes public knowledge will be graded as no action and the book manager decision is final. Let me tell you something. That's total horse crap. I, I, what, 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 define what constitutes really uh, you know, public knowledge. So right. I mean, if someone says, oh, yeah, yeah, you knew. So, I mean, they could, it's a total shot they can take at you. I'm not interested in doing that with those type of rules. I'm interested in doing it because I know who's going to sing what song first and what song last or whatever it may be or what color dress they're wearing or what color outfit. These are stuff that were all available with all the big sports books now in the country, though, um, and, and all the information out there. Unfortunately, it's, it, these, these kind of bets are becoming extinct. You know, Crack, uh, you think you're bugging us on the text thread, which you're not. You send us plays all the time, which is a good thing. And you've stopped doing that leading up to Super Bowl 57. If you somehow have an angle, you know the delivery guy for the Gatorade color, you know Rihanna's first song, and you don't share it with us, we're no longer friends. We're no longer friends, Crack, if you don't put that in the text thread. You're not going to like this. and I probably shouldn't say it. I, 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 I was told I was, like, overboard. Giving out too much stuff on our no. text thread. Like, Who said that? Too much stuff I was getting. 
I was waking people up and I, no, I you know, no. who complained? <laughs> who was it? Who did it? Was it Jeff Schwartz? Was it Iowa Sam? Who did it? Was it Bird Crack? It was Axelrod. He said, you know, you're kind of bothering these guys. Are busy. <laughs> these guys are working no. their regular jobs. They don't want to be, you know, you're bothering, you're getting, you're, you're waking up Iowa Sam. You're, you're bothering <laughs> Ryan. He's trying to, you know, chill in California surf, surfing and stuff. You're bothering these guys. These guys don't want to know what you're on. I said, all right, Jeff. You're, I mean, all, all right, um, um Axe, I'm sorry. I, yeah. know, I wasn't just trying Don't to listen to so. Axe. He's, that's not true. <laughs> it's totally fine. I'm nocturnal anyway. I don't think you've ever texted me when I've been asleep, Crack. And you'll send some te- oh, late texts. Wow. I've been awake every single time, man. I don't go to bed until like 2 or 3. Yeah, because I, I really don't. And I'm being serious now. I, you know, I, I go overboard. I get so happy to, to share things and help people. But maybe I'm not something. Maybe I'm actually, you know, if, if I have a bad week. But by the way, I've... I have ran sick on this countdown to kickoff show on Sunday. I'm telling you, the Sunday show, I've run sick. But, you know, sometimes it's just I get too excited about things that aren't excited to a lot of people. So, um, But I, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I'll have a meeting with, with myself and decide if I want to send all send all these friggin' props guys to you guys. You yeah, guys it's the crazy. Super Bowl, man. This is Christmas in February over here. Let's put a bow on it with this, Crack. Let's look at the rushing yards for both quarterbacks. Now, you did touch on Jalen Hurts. You think he's going to be around 60. His line right now, BetMGM, is at 50.5, his rushing yardage. Mahomes is at 18.5. So if you break down what you're expecting from each quarterback running the ball, what would you say to that? I bet over Mahomes, but the number I got was pretty sick. I bet over 13.5, minus 110. Uh, It was a really sick line in Vegas. I bet over Mahomes rushing. And I'll tell you what else I bet. Well, I'm giving away a lot of stuff on the show. I bet over on his attempts, his rushing attempts over three and a half. So there's two bets I made. I also think Hertz rushing yards is going to be good too, though. I, like I said, um, I bet a sick bet um, over here where I'm at. It's it's one of those cross sports specials. Um, I bet Hertz rushing yards over LeBron's points, rebounds, and assists minus one twenty. And let me just be blunt. I bet four thousand bucks on this already, a thousand a pop, and it still hasn't moved. I will be going down there betting this again. On one more time, I'm going to bet them. I really like these cross cross sports games, so these cross sports props. So I do think there's going to be some uh, some rushing yards going on here by both quarterbacks. So hopefully, I am right. There you go. Lots of picks from Crack. We'll have even more for you. Uh, we'll have details in a second. Be sure to check out the new look and features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love. Whether it's live betting, the daily Lions boost, or the cash-out feature, new users can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. So Sunday is the game plan. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. We're on from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Eastern time. Get you all set for Super Bowl 57. You heard all these picks from Crack. He'll have a bushel more for you on Sunday. We'll also be joined by Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. Crack will be there. I'll be there. Join us. We'll have a lot of fun. Get you all set for Super Bowl Sunday. We'll see you from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday.